Hi, this is the next in a series of Encore episodes we're doing uh, specifically during the coronavirus outbreak for our musician friends who have uh, seen a sharp decline in their income due to the virus and the um, subsequent response and closing of a lot of venues. This episode features Threadbare, who is uh, Ben Mackle, and this is his Threadbare project, which is kind of a uh, stripped-down, uh, almost Spartan version of some of his songs. You might also know Ben from the Blue-Eyed Bettys, which is a bluegrass trio and sort of a, a intranational bluegrass trio as everyone lives in a different state and they get together to practice and play all over the country. You can find Ben performing as Threadbare at threadbaresongs.com. You can also find him on Facebook and Instagram, uh, on Bandcamp and a lot of other places. And we'll put all of those links in the episode description and also on the uh, social media posts. Mainly, if you enjoy this episode, I would encourage you to go to Ben's tip jar, which is actually the uh, donation site for the band The Blue-Eyed Bettys. And that's www.thebluebettys.com slash donate. Here's the episode with Threadbare. Hello and welcome to Western North Carolina Original Music. Today's episode features Ben Mackle performing his Threadbare. It's a special one-on-one -on -one episode. Ben plays all over the country with his band, The Blue-Eyed Bettys, but for his Threadbare project, he takes his music in a strikingly different direction. You could almost say the name is self-explanatory and not be too far off, and it's tempting to do that, but it's more complex than that. There's interplay between the words and the music, like in all songs, but there's also a percussive tone to Ben's enunciation and his dynamics of his guitar. You'll hear all that, and I'm going to let you hear it right now. Here's Ben Mackle performing his Threadbare. Thank you. 
to know your love with a bird song flute When it sings a little ditty just for me and you Can't you know your love like I always do Cause we're always sitting pretty when it's me and you Yeah, we're always sitting pretty when it's me and you Catching is about, uh, you know, mornings. I, I've recently discovered mornings. Uh, I, you know, I've, originally I'm an actor and, a, um, and a, you know, a touring musician, and so my lifestyle has always been late nights, and I've recently come into love mornings. You know, I'm, I've, I'm dating this girl that's a teacher, and she wakes up so early, and, uh, and I found that I love it, and, and I love those times when we do get to sleep in together and enjoy a morning together. And it's just a simple, sweet song expressing how much I love it. The, um, my favorite line out of this, uh, it's not, I don't think it was a line, but the phrase feathering voice. Yeah. I love that. And it's the kind of thing where never heard that phrase before but instantly know exactly what you're right. talking about. Right, I don't even know that I've heard it either. It just yeah. kind of came out while I was writing it, a feather in voice. You know, I wanted to describe that uh, early morning, you know, what your voice does when you first wake up, but mm. it's still so sweet, you know, to hear yeah. first thing in the morning, a feather in voice. I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah, I love that line. And I like the um, waking up with good loving in my life. It, my, The feeling I get from that, and it might be wrong, but without you even saying it, it feels like it's, for the first time or after a long time, maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a new, yeah, a new, a new thing. That's you know, you know the feeling, but you haven't had, you haven't been there in a long time. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. Feelings rearranged 
not fright like all that raging at night but now it's much past due all this lavender hue So Lavender Hue is about, um, again, I'm, I, I, I drive a lot and uh, think about things. And I drive early in the morning sometimes. And I was driving on 240, you know, in Asheville, right over, right where, where um, 20, you know, right where the, before you get to the bridge over the river. And, you know, headed south. And... I saw those, that view of the mountains, and it was so early in the morning where I got that perfect purpley kind of lavender hue, and mm. and I love it so much that 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 just moment, you know, it only it passes, you know, within 15 minutes. There's a certain window where that color really pops out, and uh, and I wanted to write some sort of song about it, and you know the the lyrics in the song are so few they're so sparse uh which has been a, a frequent thing of mine lately um and there's two verses the first one is how the town has changed you know and th this is Asheville and it's it's growing faster than it knows how to deal with and the people are different now you know i grew up in Hendersonville North Carolina and came to Asheville often and the people were you know just all these granola hippies mm -hmm. loving people and now you know the more you, I don't want to get too political on anything but like it just seems like a lot more money mm -hmm. is driving the town yeah and a lot more visitors which I love visitors coming and seeing it but they kind of overrun it at night you know mm -hmm. and and there's just partying and you know uh Anyway, I, I love that side of life, um, and I'm not unhappy that it's happening to Asheville, but sometimes I just miss the old, you know. So, so it's, uh, the first verse is about that and how you still get the sense of, of what Asheville was and is at heart in the morning. You know, you see that purpley haze, and, and I wanted to write something about that. And then I use that as an analogy in the second verse of... Um, lost opportunity uh the way things change the way i change and uh, uh you know imagining what could have been yeah you talked about um about the what was the word did you say sparseness of lyrics yeah um and all that i noticed you have like i was thinking about this the space between the lines mm -hmm. uh which is which is really just from a songwriting perspective um you know, I've heard like uh, a lot of times more like classical composers talk about how a rest is a note yes. as well as the notes are. And, you know, you should use you should use the rest. And you kind of do that with your lyrics, even though the music is playing. But you also do that musically as well. Like your, your songs will stop, sort of almost stop mm -hmm. and then and then start again. But it's actually just a, just a rest. It's a yeah. breath. Just like uh, just like an art, you know, how important negative space is. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, visual art, I mean. Um, yeah then I think it's just as important in a song or in anything else in life. Uh, 
artistically or just in regular day-to-day life. Um, you need that space. You need a rest so that you can enjoy anything else that comes in. And uh, I, I, I'm like I said earlier, I'm, a, I'm an actor by trade, and I'm, that's what I'm really trained in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all the songwriting stuff is really just a hobby um, that I'm trying to pursue more and more. And uh, in theater, you know, they teach you... Uh, especially musical theater, which is what I'm, what I, what my forte is, um, that you know you don't you don't speak unless you need to, and then you don't sing unless speaking doesn't cut it, and then you don't dance unless singing and and speaking doesn't cut it, and hmm. uh, stuff like that. So it heightens each thing, yeah. and so I really like to pare down most of what I do to if and, unless it needs to be said. I don't, I'm not going to say it. That's why my lyrics are so sparse, uh, sparse now, mm-hmm. which um, I want to get my idea across in as little uh, lyrically as I, as I, it need, as needs to be mm-hmm. uh, so that those few lyrics do stand out. Um, and I'm not a, a verbose kind of fella. I, I don't, you know, I, you can tell how many times I um and, you know, mm-hmm. search for words in my regular speech that words just don't uh, speak to me the way that music does. Like I, I, the way I listen to songs, I'll have to listen to some of my favorite songs five, ten times before I hear the lyrics. Uh, but I'll know what they're talking about. I'll get the feeling, and um, and and just a couple lyrics here and there, like will seep into my head, and uh, so I'll know exactly what they're trying to say. And that's that's kind of what I do with my songs, or with these Threadbare songs. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. why the the title, the the name of this project, Threadbare. Yeah. Threadbare I like yeah. to just, it's that sense of worn comfort, um, barely holding on with just what you need mm-hmm. to make it fabric. <laughs> it, yeah, it does. You know, I, I'd heard your music before I heard that that name, mm-hmm. but it really does fit. And I think, you know, I'm, I hope I'm insightful enough that if I heard that, you know, hey, this guy Threadbare's playing, I would have some, like, you know, I wouldn't know exactly what kind of music it was, but I would mm-hmm. have some some idea, unless it was like ironic and a, you know, heavy death metal band, you know. But <laughs> if it was sincere, I would, I would be like, I kind of know that's going to be like a, a stripped down, like you said, only what you need type of music. Right, and yeah. And it really, really comes to And that's why I wanted, I didn't want to just be Ben Mackle because there's so many different sides of me, you know, Ben Mackle, when I think of Ben Mackle, I think of, of an actor, like, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm going to go see Ben Mackle. He's going to do some show and he's going to sing and dance or whatever, but threadbare, you know exactly what you're getting into. Although it is funny that you mentioned that heavy metal stuff. I looked Mm -hmm. up bands that are named threadbare just to see if I, you know, I was going to use it anyway, just because it's what I need to be called or these songs need to be called. Um, but there is a, like a heavy metal, like, I don't know if heavy metal is the right word, but there's a hard rock like threadbare band out there. And so I figured I can be, I can, I can still be threadbare and people won't be confused. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Waking up from his sleep last night, watching Don realign the dark. Morning light Drinking water just to cool my soul Isn't setting things straight Just another way to lose control 
Morning Light I wrote with um, with my band, or for my band, really, uh, the Blue-Eyed Bettys. And uh, it was at a point where I was, you know, falling in love with this morningness <laughs> instead of the late night that I'm used to. And, uh, well, I was, I was getting out of a, a, a dark time, you know, this depression, a lot, a lot happened to me. And it was, uh, it's about... You know, when people know that you're sad, they, um, two things generally seem to happen for me. Um, they either want to try to fix you, uh, and, and make you better, or, 
uh, they just want to put you in a hole and say that's all you you are and all you ever ever gonna be. You're just gonna be this sad mess, and and I don't really want that in my life. And so it's it's hard to uh, admit to people the the sadness that's consuming you at that moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is kind of like a song that um, tells people what they can do. You know that last the last verse. Um, I can stay inside my head for days instead of digging me out just come on in and put the kettle on you know just like come in here sit with me for a bit let me be sad I'm gonna get out of it eventually Mm -hmm. I know it but right now you just gotta like hunker down with me and uh yeah I saw this this meme or some kind of comic strip I guess that was going around on the internet and it described it perfectly it was just like is this guy in a blanket and he his friend was like what do you need do you want to come out and he said no do you want me to come in there and he said okay and he said and the, i don't know I, I wish i could show you the, the the picture right now but it described it perfectly and that's kind of what this song yeah. is Bury My Memories is a very um, intimate song about, you know, how, how to let go of something. Um, I've got a lot in my past that's, uh, that I need to let go of, but I, I don't want to. I, I want to keep those memories and keep them near and dear to me. Um, but I know that I have to get over a lot of this stuff. So I, so uh, the visual in my head when I was writing this was, uh, there's two ways to describe it, uh, bury my memories in a silver-plated chest. So that could mean in a, like a trunk, you know, a chest, uh, 
of uh, of um, treasure or something, um, or it could be an armor, like uh, silver plated over your heart, uh, chest of armor, um, hmm. silver plated chest. So, so it's either buried in the ground in this beautiful box, uh, or inside your chest and your heart, but protected, you know, yeah. uh, from anything else. And I love that imagery and how it can spurn either images. Um, right. And, uh, and, and the end of the song, um, you know, it goes, uh, it's, you know, it's one of those threadbare songs. It's one of the most threadbare I've got. It's just two little verses, um, and a lot of music in between. Like if I had, oh, if I had a, a quartet, a string quartet, and uh. the pianos and everything behind me. I would just let it sing for three times the amount of what mm. I played just now, and um, just to let all of the memories resurface and flow and in anybody that's listening to this song, any any that if they've felt like this at all, uh, let them resurface and live in this beautiful music, uh, and then at the end, have it go back and and it's time to shut them down for a little bit um, and keep them safe and let me live, you know, without having to deal with it every day. And, um, and the last words are, you know, not till I'm ready. And there's an, I w hope you can hear the ellipses. You know, um, that's the one we were, we were talking about that earlier. Right? Yeah. If you play it, that, um, that I feel like you can, you can hear the ellipses, like yeah. the, the last line trails off, and in the I'm looking at their written lyric, and the li written lyric has the ellipses. And you really do a good job of good bringing that's that a, out. That's exactly what I want. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a line that that could could come right after that um, that I almost hope people can hear. I love that some songs I hear uh, uh, that I hear in a melody that like. Oh, this lyric would fit perfectly there, mm -hmm. but it doesn't need to go because I hear it in that music. It's like a, the lyric is that melody, and so I hope that that comes out in some in people's head. If it doesn't, that's totally fine. And but it's there for me, you know. We're going to have more from Ben in just a few moments. I want to remind you that you can find his music on Instagram at Threadbare Songs, and look for his band, The Blue Eyed Bettys. As I said, find them on Facebook and the internet and all around town and the eastern seaboard. Hi, this is Megan Douches, and you're listening to Western North Carolina Original Music. Should the morning last forever, waking till the end of time? With a washed out woven canvas, cleansing through my worn out mind. With the dead of night inside, but sunlight peeking through my blind. Should the morning last forever? Maybe I'd be fine 
Should the morning last forever, I'd wait till the end of time. And when that washed out canvas cleanses, well, it could leave me blind. When that dead of night's inside, well, that's when stars come out to shine. Should the morning last Should the morning last forever? Uh, that is very a very new song, um, and I like that one because the not only are the lyrics pretty threadbare, but the music is threadbare too. It's three or two chords that I just do over and over again, and it's got this almost this kind of Irish lilt about it. Um, I over you know, and I didn't realize it until I showed my friend. Uh, to see what he thinks of it and he was like yeah that's you need some like dry fiddle over that or some even soft bagpipes in the background would yeah. be great or the, and, uh, little whistle uh, pa- pan, pan flute or something yeah. penny whistle yeah, yeah. yeah right that would be great um so yeah um it's kind of a lesson in i've been talking this whole time about this uh about the, my newfound love for mornings and I find myself just wishing that the morning would just like stay forever, you know, and, and just like in life, you need, you need the sour so that you can enjoy the sweet. If you, if you just lived in, in bliss the whole life, you wouldn't know what bliss was. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of explores what this song uh, is. And, um, and again, a lesson in letting go, you know, which, uh, guess I'm in the process of doing which is all these songs are flowing out of me like this I heard you play this live and you told a really great story you know during like the intro Mm -hmm. um, about a couple of ducks yeah yeah it wasn't just like a couple of ducks you know it was more interesting than that yeah it's a true story it's uh it's great it's uh you know I was an, an actor for forever at the Barter Theater in, uh, for eight years up there. And, uh, you know, we lived in uh, these actor housing. And uh, I don't, I don't want to tell the story too much, but these ducks. Um, it's a beautiful story about how they mate for life, these mallards. And uh, they, oh, just the heartbreaking tale of, you know, one of them having to let go. Yeah. <laughs> and... And it, it fit perfectly into that song. And I, you know, I, I did that with, um, to try to um, broaden my horizons about, uh, you know, expand. I want to be able to tell stories 
and have and underscore myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. One of my favorite writers, uh, songwriters, almost like a person I've looked up to when my entire life is David Wilcox. Uh, he he's in Asheville. Uh, I've never met him, which is crazy to think about. Um, maybe I will someday. But he um, he he has like raised me almost you know in his songwriting uh like if i i told him one of my friends opened for him in salisbury north carolina one time and i told him to tell him uh i have a friend that thinks that if he's any semblance of a good person it's because of your songwriting (laughs) and i think that's like the biggest compliment i could ever give him and i hope that he really took it to heart because was he able to tell him do you know he did tell him and he said wow that's a wonderful thing that's all yeah, I could just say, you know, um, and I, I hope to tell him, you know, in person one day. I'm, I'm probably, I bet I pass him on the street every once in a while. I just yeah, never yeah. see him. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, he does this wonderful storytelling mm-hmm. in his live shows. Like, I, I almost listen to his live albums more than his studio albums because I just love hearing his stories so much. And I want to be able to do that too, to, to interweave, uh, to weave um, stories and song. Mm-hmm and have morals come out and lessons and feelings just all boom you know yeah i'm raised as a as an actor and telling stories has always been a big part of my life and doing it through music is really the goal now i think that uh that comes out like if i didn't know that i wouldn't think okay this guy's acting you know Uh like like once you said that i'm like okay he's you know because you have a very good presentation when you play uh live you know especially live mm-hmm. um you know engagement with the audience and stuff like that but it's not uh but it seems um sincere yeah so that's you fake what I, that very well what well saying. good if you can fake sincerity <laughs> yeah, right, you've got it made right, right. <laughs> but no no it, it, I, no i i, I really one like of I the things about the way you're talking about it is you're you're using your your acting background to sincerely bring out the things that you want to sure yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I really love. That's what I love about the music. I can't hide behind a character in this. Mm. You know, um, this is me, and it's it's frightening. Like every time I go up on stage, I have the lines that I am gonna say memorized. Mm. I don't have to come up with it, and and I'm a different person almost yeah. always. You know, and so I can hide behind that. Yeah. Whatever I'm feeling in life, I can hide behind that when I'm up on stage as another person. But now as telling a story and doing music it's so intimate so much me that i'm putting out there in front of people it's terrifying and so uh going to these open mics and and really trying to conquer that bravery is is uh very important for me really trying to do that Comfort here 
trapped safe beneath these clouds No love comes round our way The sounds of quiet growing I was left this way All I see are solitary ones No one is ready And the water then surrounds me Feel the breathlessness rolling Feel the weightlessness about me And then we begin To rain first songs I ever wrote it's um I wrote it in college uh which was probably about 12 years ago and it's about I'm ashamed to say that it's about uh you know doing doing something that you that is just bad like being tempted um at the time I was with someone and the distance was incredible and uh incredibly hard and I can remember vividly the time that I thought of the song, I was coming out of the, you know, I was in the theater program, and I was walking out of the theater, and it was this gray day. There was, it felt like there was no color anywhere, and I was uh, contemplating whether to go see this other girl in, in, in her dorm. She invited me over, and I, uh, all those feelings that are mixed, and you know, how do you, how do you combat those feelings, and um, or do you just go with it, and and relinquish whatever you know feeling is making you do that uh so yeah it's about it's about that solitary people 
you know, it was like over a break, I think. And all, I feel like everywhere I looked, it was just single people walking around by themselves mm-hmm. in this gray day. And I felt like they were all thinking the same thing as me. Like, man, we're just separated from everybody. And man, we need love too. Like, what, what are we going to do? Um, yeah. And so that's, that's what that's about. I admit that when I was when I was reading through this, this is one of those things that, because um, I, I read this these lyrics before I heard the song, mm-hmm. and this uh, a situation where the song really adds a, dim- a dimension of understanding. I think cool. because when I read the lyrics, you can see uh, where he said, "All I see are solitary ones." I wrote ones as question mark like ones what? What's he talking about? Ah. Then when I heard, it, I was like, "Oh yeah, he's talking about solitary people." Yeah, obviously, yeah. So that cool, yeah. <laughs> That was good. Yeah, it's amazing how music informs words. No, no, no. no. (laughs) I love that. That's my favorite thing about music is how it informs any idea that could be misconstrued if you didn't have it there. Otherwise, I'd just write poetry, you know? Yeah, yeah. Here comes Johnny smiling bright with the morning breeze Arising early in the solstice of the sun She's so pretty weeping from her freckles and her golden hair Here comes Johnny Here she comes now Here comes Johnny
Johnny is a song that I wrote for and with my band, the Blue Eyed Bettys. And um, again, it's <laughs> me getting out of this funk that I was in, this sadness. I was so sad for so long, and I finally found this thing that really helped me. And it's it sounds so uh, silly to, to just say it out loud, but I loved it so much that I wrote a song about it. But it's about the herb St. John's wort. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's about a flower, and uh, you know, and and when I, it really helped me get through and, and like control this ugly darkness inside of me, and um, and I just loved it. I looked it up. I looked all the, the um, history about it and how people have been using this for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, you know, they'd put it in tea. They'd wear it. They'd, um, you know, like we just take it in pill form now, and and. Uh, it helped me so much that I thought it deserved a song, and it's uh, I never it's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Kind of wanted to keep it a secret about you, know, like let, let people guess what do you think it's about. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I love about songs is that it can mean different things to anybody. Like, if it means something completely different to you, please don't let what I just said <laughs> inform you otherwise. <laughs> right. Like, let it be what what it does for you. We'll put a disclaimer: only listen to this if you've already formed your opinion. <laughs> right. About what this Look for Threadbare on Instagram and on Facebook. Ben's going to be going into the studio this year, hopefully, and recording an EP as Threadbare. So keep an eye out for that. We'll let you know here when that happens. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>